0: This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Jolan Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Sardorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit.
1: America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcast, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at AmericasRT.com. AmericasRT.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at AmericasRT. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, AmericasRT.com. Welcome to America's Roundtable.
0: We thank you so much for joining us on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. This weekend we begin our program focusing on the terrorist attacks which have adversely affected Jewish communities in Israel. This weekend we are joined by Israel Gans, the governor of the Benjamin region within Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland of Israel. And as this program is being uh, broadcasted this weekend, we just want to let our viewers and also our listeners know that this recording took place before Shabbat.
1: Governor Gantz, uh, since the start of 2023 in Israel, there have been 152 terrorist shooting attacks resulting in the death of 22 individuals and 43 wounded. The Jewish community is being targeted within Israel. And this past week in Eli, in the Binyamin region, two Palestinian terrorists killed four Israelis at a restaurant and gas station. And this was not far from Israel's first capital of Shiloh. Governor Gantz, could you kindly describe to us what took place in Benjamin region?
2: So, uh, I must tell you, um, it was one, one of uh, the difficultiest days in my life. Um, I arrived a few minutes after the, uh, the terrorists, one of them were killed and the other ran away. Uh, the army killed him after. But when I arrived and I saw my residents uh, bleeding to death on the, on the ground, um, and I saw my residents that were injured. It was very, very difficult. Um, thank God we have uh, um, a very, uh, very good um, security security teams and health teams. And we, they took care of the situation with the army and police. And after all, we lost uh, four of our residents. They were murdered here. Youth and adults, and to see Elisha, seventeen years old, living on the ground, looking at me, and what, what? And I had to tell the families that they lost their own ones. It's so so difficult, so difficult to hear, to understand. What? what a mother, when when she told, she told me, God, here is my sacrifice, my oldest one. I can't describe what, what did I feel. How how, how did I, I cry that time? Um, so it took time. It took time. We work with the uh, with the army to look after the tourists that ran away, and he he was uh, caught after uh, uh, half an hour and was killed. Right now, all our teams work with the families in their homes, um, hugging the people that were injured in the hospitals, we are sitting with the communities of youth and adults. Many people were here and they're in trauma, you know, Um, young people, young guys, boys, girls, and they saw everything. It's very, very difficult view and they heard and they were hiding when a terrorist uh, uh, started to shoot. So we have to take care to treat them. And we deal a lot with the communities and we, I feel that all Benjamin right now is united, uh, united together, and it helps us and, uh, uh, to to uh, to cross this crisis.
0: In fact, Governor Gantz, you are certainly uh, among friends here. Uh, the greater number of Americans are very supportive of Israel, and certainly our thoughts and prayers are with those who have lost loved ones in Binyamin region, and we know that there was a 14- or 15-year-old young boy uh, by the name of Nachman Shmuel uh, Mordov, who was killed, and also he was buried today. Uh, and may his memory be a blessing to all and others as well. Um, uh, what is your message to the American people?
2: If I can say, I want to tell you that we real feel the hug that we got from you, from the United States, it's real strength us. I got, I got phones. You, you are, you yourself called us and you are interested in what is going on here. And, and all the people in Binyamin feel the tag. And I want on behalf of the people of Binyamin to thank you. Thank you for your doing, thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your interest in what is going on in Binyamin. Because I feel, and I believe the like in cancer. It can start here and it can arrive all over the world. And we are in the front line. And we will stand strongly, but we need you and we feel that you are standing strong behind us.
1: Mm, right. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families that lost loved ones. Yeah. It's really devastating.
2: And
0: Governor Gantz, so we know that these uh, terrorist activities have really increased mm-hmm. over time. Uh, and as Natasha mentioned, that there have been 152 terrorist shooting attacks just in the year 2023. And here we are in June. And a great amount of this funding is coming from Iran, who is backing these terrorists in Israel. And uh, from your perspective, you had a recent conversation with Israel's Minister of Defense, and I presume that there was information that you cannot disclose to us publicly. Uh, but in a general sense, what was the message of Israel's Minister of Defense to you and the community in Benjamin region?
2: So before I will tell you what his message, I want to tell you what I told him. And I spoke yesterday with uh, President Harris, so with Prime Minister Netanyahu, we spoke twice and we'll uh, speak later, uh, uh, one, uh, one more conversation. Um, we, I told them we have to change to attack. Right now, we are doing our heroic uh, operations and cause a No, we see there are cities of terror. If there are a city of terror, there many terrorists. It's not only one. It's not a family. It's it's you know it's like a city of terror and we must defeat the terror. We have to get into the cities, stay in the cities, and everyone that goes with gun and try to attack. It doesn't matter if soldier or resident, incident people must be killed or in jail. No other choice. And we have to attack. We have no choice. We have no choice. I heard uh, what a United States amb- United States ambassador said yesterday about the people that were injured from two sides. No, there are no two sides, only one side that want to attack incidents, people in their home, on their, on their uh, roads, when they are eating, young people eating in a restaurant, fear of gas in a gas station, and our soldiers trying to cut terrorists, and they attack our soldiers. Mm. So I told Prime Minister Daniel and uh, def- uh, Minister of Defense, we have to attack we will stand strongly behind you, but you have to do uh, and, and, to, and to change the situation. Uh, they told me, of course, I will not share with you and I'm sorry about it, what uh, as a knowledge about what's the connection with Iran or whatever, but what they told me, and I understood, we will see a change. In a few days, we will see a change. And I can promise you, if we will not see a change, we, the governors of Judea and Samaria, will uh, uh, go to the government, and we will say you have to to do the change, and we'll fight for that.
1: Right. I mean, we visited your region, Benjamin region, and it's a very peaceful area where Arabs and Israelis are working together in different companies, and entrepreneurs are employing both actually Arabs and Jews. So it's very, very hard to accept the fact that these kind of uh, terrorist attacks happen in such a peaceful area. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, we invest a lot to building build a, a common uh, common industrial zone, to share with them our knowledge, to work together. But And, and here it comes about. If someone will attack my residents, we have to change the position. I, I can't take people that attack and try to kill my people and say, okay, we'll work together. No, it will not work. I want to say, we have, let's say, the majority of the Arabs here want to live together, but... The minority try to attack, and we have to fight and to defeat the terror. And we all do that.
0: And, Governor Gantz, I think it's important what you mentioned about what uh, the U.S. ambassador to Israel stated, which is trying to equate the death of the Palestinian terrorists with the innocent victims of those that were killed by terrorists. I mean, that is certainly unconscionable to have a U.S. ambassador mentioning that. So I'm really appreciative of the fact that you highlighted this very great concern. We have been engaging members of Congress in this very important issue as well. And what is your message to America's members of Congress, what can they do in this important fight against terrorists, whether it be in Israel or in other places that are backed by these radical Islamic uh, fundamentalists and those supported by Iran?
2: My message to uh, our friends in Congress and Senate is very, very clear. Terror is ideological method. And when they start to attack here, we all remember 9-11. And it starts from here, as they learned in Judea and Samaria, Mm. it crossed to Afghanistan, and we all know the the bad end of the story. We are doing the job for everyone, for us and for you, and we have to stand strongly together. You have to push our government to attack the terror. Otherwise, otherwise it can raise up like a cancer. And you have to stand with us Mm. to push our government to stand strongly for, uh, and we're here in the UN, and and you have to say, yeah, we declare that we are standing with the Israeli army in uh, in his trying to defeat the terror. More of that, I can tell you. We checked a lot. The uh, United States government pay a, a lot of money to Palestinian authority. Part of that money arrived to terror arrived to sponsor families that their sons tried to kill or murdered people here in israel you have a responsibility about the united states president and we all hope that you will take care what they're doing with the money of course we want them all to take this for a good uh, good doing like spending infrastructure good education but not for Education for terror, not for paying paying salaries for terrorists. And we cannot, we, when I said we, I mean we here in Israel and you in the United States, we cannot agree that we will take the money of United States residents and pay for terror. We have to stop that.
0: In, right. yeah, in fact, uh, Governor right. Gans, as you mentioned, it is so right. We need to address this Palestinian Authority funding uh, terrorists and their families. And according to the Jerusalem Post, the Palestinian Authority paid terrorists and their families more than $347 million in 2017 alone. I mean, that's a huge amount to sort of provide an incentive for people to become terrorists and say, we're going to support your families. And in fact, the United States government ought to shut down yeah. this kind of support to the Palestinian Authority.
2: So, so so we can't believe it unbelievable that part of that money came from United States, that it's one of, right. I will say, it's the best, our best friend in the world. And and I can't believe that they can sponsor, uh, of course, they don't win to do that. But in fact, Part of the money, arrive to people that trying and sometimes unfortunately succeed to kill my residents. And we have to stand very clear, very strongly and check because I'm sure the residents of United States were are so close friends, they don't want to pay for terror. It doesn't matter whatever all over the world. They want to work for peace, for better world, to uh, improve the life for people in all over the world. This is the uh, goal of the money, not to take life of people, it doesn't matter whenever they're all, but specific, specific in Judea and Samaria.
1: Right, and we can also see clearly, the the reversal of policies from Trump administration to the Biden administration. Because what we saw as peace-building initiatives to the Abraham Accords, where Palestinians were were not keeping other countries hostage, but all other countries came together, like United Arab Emirates, even Saudi Arabia, we anticipated to continue with expanding Abraham Accords. We came to this reversal where Iran is getting money from America to be able to fund the proxies in the region. And also we see that that's happening in in certain reports, funding Hamas, funding Hezbollah, funding jihadists. So it's a problem that we see this reversal of policies. So Americans actually are paying Palestinians that are using money for this terror, plus Iranians now that are using proxies in the region, which is bad. We need reversal of these policies.
2: So, of course, they can be involved uh in in the uh, entire issues of of, uh internal issues of united states but i feel what i feel that let's say let's say in in a different way we suppose our friend united states to help us uh building here you 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 were here you saw you saw the beautiful communities the beautiful people absolutely we have to expand the road we have we have to take care about environmental issues. We have a lot to do together. And right now, we feel that the United States can and have to do a lot more to pushing forward the community to let building and not declare that they are uncomfortable with building. We are uncomfortable with the situation that people attack us. And we have to explain to our friends in the United States that they have to stand strongly behind us.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. Your, your
0: final thoughts uh, Governor Gantz And we cherish the moment That we When we met with you In Binyamin, uh And also had the opportunity To visit a great number Of the entrepreneurs We were truly uh, Blessed and appreciative Of welcoming a Delegation from Benjamin Just two weeks ago Here on Capitol Hill And to now know That all of you Are, are consoling families And grieving with them uh, It is really heartbreaking uh, Your final thoughts For our engaged listeners in America's heartland from the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria. What is your final thoughts uh, to our engaged listeners?
2: So I can tell you that we came here after a long exile. We came very strong. We we did uh, we did a long way together to come back. We know that we're a child. We know that there are people all over the world that are trying to fight uh, um I will say as uh, a uh, uh, good world, and try to uh, to bring a frightness and terror for the world, and we will stand in it strongly. We will continue deep in our roots. For uh, we will continue developing the Asian sites for everyone. You all invited to see and learn about our common history, about the history of the world, about the history. Of, uh, of the uh, the good world that want to see better life for everyone not hate but love right and we will continue to push for that we are waiting to see you we want our uh, all, all the people that hearing us you all invited we're waiting for you and Benjamin to see you to stand with us and the as uh, a the, um, the strong bridge that we, you built with us it's amazing and I want to strand the bridge and to bring more people to see and visit, and be partner of the movement of developing this um, strategic and and uh, important area of the whole heart of the Holy Land.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. We thank you so much for your time, Governor Gantz, and certainly our sincere condolences to you and the community of Benjamin. And uh, you can be assured that you have trusted allies here in America that are standing with the Jewish people of Israel. And thank you for your time. Toda uh, Shalom, shalom.
1: Thank you so much. Toda Thank you very much. Shalom, shalom.
0: We appreciate Governor Israel Gantz joining us this weekend from Judea Samaria, Israel, the biblical heartland. We were deeply moved as the conversation aired on America's Roundtable took place at the scene of this past week's abhorrent terrorist attack in Eli Benjamin near Shiloh, the first capital of Israel. Elected in 2018, Israel Gantz is the governor of the largest municipality in Israel, with over 80,000 residents living in 45 communities. This past week, two Palestinian terrorists gunned down four Israelis at a restaurant and the gas station. And since the start of 2023 in Israel, there have been 152 terrorist shooting attacks resulting in the death of 22 individuals. Individuals and 43 wounded. And we are still in the month of June. Governor Gant's message delivered to us in America was clear and relayed such moral clarity. He shared that we should review the financial assistance, U.S. taxpayer aid being given to the Palestinian Authority. The Palestinian Authority is responsible for security in certain parts of the West Bank. However, today we see a crumbling Palestinian Authority due to rampant corruption. The Palestinian Authority still provides benefits to the families of Palestinian terrorists. And according to the Jerusalem Post, and I quote, The Palestinian Authority paid terrorists and their families more than $347 million in 2017. It is time to freeze aid to the Palestinian Authority until verified measures are taken to halt terrorist attacks and stop assistance to the families of Palestinian terrorists. Israel is on the front lines encountering terrorists. They need allies who support in this just cause and not an administration in Washington, D.C., which is constantly trying to undermine the Jewish state's duly elected government leaders. America must lead with principles, and we must stand with our trusted allies in Israel. As a governor from the South said, as Israel goes, so goes America. May we pray for the peace of Jerusalem
1: we are deeply saddened by the loss of four innocent lives in Judea and Samaria. This should not have happened. How did we transition from America's role in building peace and prosperity in the Middle East and the relative peace to these unprovoked terrorist attacks on innocent civilians in the heartland of Israel? Why there were no prolonged battles, either with Hezbollah on the Lebanese border or Hamas in Gaza, During Ambassador Friedman's four years serving in the embassy in Israel, what changed? America's administration changed. During the Trump administration, the Abraham Accords were signed in Washington, D.C. between Israel, United Arab Emirates, and Bahrain, and all of them committed to pursue a vision of peace, security, and prosperity in the Middle East and around the world. Morocco and Sudan joined thereafter, with more Arab countries expected to join. It was the first time that these Arab countries normalized their relationship with Israel. They all aligned against Iran, and for the first time they demonstrated that the peace and prosperity in the Middle East is possible, despite Palestinian leadership opposition. That was just in 2020. The momentum that was built to the Abraham Accords by the Trump administration was reversed by the Biden administration. America's administration under President Biden is letting China broker the peace between Saudi Arabia and Iran. The Biden administration is releasing funds to Iran, continuing with the Obama administration failed policies. The Biden administration has authorized a transfer of $2.7 billion from Iraq to Iran, Reuters reported on June 10. In his excellent book Sledgehammer, How Breaking with the Past Brought Peace to the Middle East, U.S. Ambassador David Friedman said, and I quote, And finally, peace with the Palestinians is possible. If we learn one thing about the Abraham Accords, It is that the historic conflict between Jews and Muslims is neither religious nor racial nor inevitable. Indeed, many do not even remember why the conflict ever existed. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict can be resolved with bold new Palestinian leadership who place the interest of their people above their own Swiss bank accounts. And we may add, If Biden placed the interests of Americans above his alleged offshore accounts receiving money from Communist China, we would be able to restore America's leadership and advance peace through strength in the Middle East and the world.
0: This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Jolan Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Serdorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit.
1: America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com, americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at AmericasRT. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com.